How's it going? Pretty good. How about yourself? Doing well. You excited to talk about the whole uh, CNN blackmail thing? Oh, God. Yeah. Where this do you is... want me to start with that? <laughs> well, let, let, let's start from the from the beginning. So, basically, this whole thing started off with Trump tweeting a GIF of him in that, like, W... Uh, was it WWE? Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of wrestling thing. Yeah. He was on there Yeah, because he was on there, like, a while ago, and... It was like him taking somebody down, and I don't know who the person was that he was taken down, but the GIF was uh, with that person, but in place of their face, they had put CNN, like just CNN's logo. So he's like taking down CNN. So CNN just starts throwing a fucking fit, just screeching about like, oh, we, we have our president encouraging violence against the media, which I'll get your opinion on as to whether or not that's a legitimate encouragement to violence. I wouldn't say it's legitimate encouragement to violence. It's more as anybody who knows Trump and has followed his time in office, anybody knows that he is against fake news. And anybody who is like myself, who is a Republican, considers themselves to be right-leaning on the conservative post, knows that CNN lies about shit. If it's anything that has anything to do with the left, they glorify it. They make it sound better than what it really is. But you know, these liberals out there that like to fact check things, they don't actually do that. They only seem to do it when it's anything involving any politician that goes out and says, oh, this isn't true and this is why. It just goes into my whole beliefs personally that when they do stuff, it's not things that make sense. It's not things that actually further things. It's because it makes them feel good which is not necessarily the way to run things and move the world forward. I'm sorry, but it's not, guys. Well, and it's like, the the whole thing with this uh, CNN blackmail, CNN's, like, really unreliable. You have to fact-check every single thing they put out, because they will lie to you about, and usually throw omission. They'll just, like, exclude certain details or whatever, or they'll play something up. It's rare that they, like, directly lie to your face, but they consistently lie by omission. They just flat out don't include things. There was that, that one time where they were interviewing the sister of some poor African-American gentleman who was uh, shot by a police officer, and there, you know, there was, like, rioting or whatever. And this sister of his was shouting about how, like, you know, don't burn down our businesses, don't do all this. And so then they cut, right? And then immediately after the cut she says oh no take that shit to their neighborhoods burn down their shit so it's like they absolutely can and will cut and paste and edit and just lie by omission as much as possible they're not a trustworthy news outlet and honestly at, at some point we'll have to cover this in greater detail just the absolute fabrication that is anything by cnn so, but basically, they're not trustworthy, and what Trump is doing in by posting this GIF is saying, like, oh, I'm taking you down, right? Like, in, in the GIF, he's taking somebody down, right? It's not mm -hmm. like, he's not kicking them in the face, he's not curb stomping them, he's just taking somebody down, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the person in the GIF gets up after, he, he lives, he's not dead, or at least, you know, not from Trump. I, I, I Again, I don't know who it was, so... You, you never know, but I uh, I think I know who it was. I'm not sure, um, but it could have been Vince McMahon. Um, See, uh, that actually sounds knows, right. 
anybody who knows wrestling knows that it is staged. It is, uh, sorry, wrestling fans, if any of you are out there listening, it is fucking fake. Well, they I know months in advance who's going to win what belt and what everything like that is. So guess what? It kind of fit. CNN fake news. Yeah. WWE fake fucking wrestling. Honestly, like, it's obviously fake. How on earth could Trump take anybody down? Like, I, I don't mean to impugn his fighting ability, but, you know, that's not what he was elected for, obviously. So. Yeah. So, but I mean, basically. He's not going to be, he's not going to be any sort of pit fighting boss. I mean. Exactly. If he's going to do, if he's going to do his fighting, it's going to be on a political front. And yeah. That. Well, and, and that he is, and he is. And again, like, I, I'm going to be very upfront about this. Obviously, I didn't vote for him, and I'm not, like, 100% in support of Trump, but he absolutely is killing it when it comes to uh, his political maneuvering. Because CNN will, like... Again, like, this gif that he tweeted was literally just, like, bait, and they, they like, really latched onto that bait, right? Like, it, it's dragging them through the mud right now. Mm-hmm. Because the way they reacted to it, they're like, oh, it's, encur- it's him encouraging violence, and there was that one stupid... Uh, fucking cunt on uh, CNN who was like, oh, well, I, I can't believe this. Our president's uh, encouraging violence and this is unacceptable in today's discourse. And it's like, okay, lady, calm down. <laughs> He's not encouraging yeah. violence. He's doing no such thing. But so there was that and that that was already like, you know, really stupid of CNN. Just the worst possible reaction they could have had. Or at least that's what I thought until what they did next. They had their reporters from, I think it was K-File, looking into the person who originally made the, the GIF, right? Like the meme. And so uh, so what all, what all do you know about that? I just know that they came out and they threatened to dox this person once they find him, which is basically... Well, no, um, no, no. They, they actually found out who he was. And they, they had, like, his identity. They had scrolled through his Twitter, or not Twitter, uh, Reddit. And they had, like, found out through his posts, you know, where he lived and found out stuff about him. They were able to locate this person. And then they sent him emails and phone calls. And they they weren't able to get a hold of them with these emails or phone calls. And then a day later, I guess, this guy messages back to them and says, yeah, please, uh, I've taken down the meme or I've taken down the GIF. I've taken down all my other offending stuff, and I promise not to do it again, blah, 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 you know, like, kind of conceding and caving in, which I don't really respect that move, but I understand why the person doesn't want their name dragged through the mud. Because apparently this guy had also posted on this uh, this Reddit forum, and it was all about, like, you know, saying, like, awful shit. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you know, after he had taken down all the stuff, and, it, like, on the forum, he, he had said some, like, really racist stuff because, you know, like, you're, you're supposed to say something just uh, the most awful thing you can think of, right? He had taken down all of his offending content, and he was like, I'm so sorry about this. I'm not going to do it again. And they, I, I guess they did an interview with him, like, a- asked him questions like, why did you do this and stuff like that? But then they released the news article about the research that they had done. And they, um, I'll, I'll pull up the article here to quote it so the the headline for it is exclusive cnn tracks down the reddit user behind the trump wrestling gif now he's apologizing so you think like okay well they just got somebody to cuck like you know they 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 haven't done anything wrong yet but then you uh read into the article and initially it's the apology came after cnn's k-file identified the man behind han asshole solo using identifying information that 
Han Asshole Solo posted on Reddit, K-File was able to determine key biographical details to the to find the man's name using a Facebook search and ultimately corroborate details he had made available on Reddit. And then... Yeah, to me, to yeah. me that's just a major corporation abusing their power and, yeah. and using it for well, wrong and, things. And, and, and that's bad on its own, right? The fact that they tracked this person down. Like, why do they need to know that? Because, like, and, and it would be one thing if they had just, like, found this information out and posted it because, you know, they're still doxing somebody, but... I, I think it gets worse here, and I'll read this whole. Uh, let's see. After posting an, uh, after posting his apology, Han Assel Solo called CNN's K file and confirmed his identity. In the interview, Han Assel Solo sounded nervous about his identity being revealed and asked not to be named out of fear for his personal safety and for the public embarrassment it would bring him and his family. Now, here's where it gets really bad. CNN is not publishing Han Assel Solo's name. Because he is a private citizen who has issued an extensive statement of apology, showed his remorse by saying that he has taken down all of his offending posts, and because he is not going to repeat this ugly behavior on social media again. In addition, he said that his statement could serve as an example for others not to do the same. And then, this, and this is the line that like gets them into so much fucking hot water. CNN reserves the right to publish his identity should any of that change. That is where this yeah. turns from doxing or threat, like, you know, just the possibility of somebody doxing because they haven't doxed him yet. But this is where it turns into blackmail because you are saying that you reserve the right to publish this information, this dox. You reserve the right to do something that I think should be illegal already anyways to somebody if they decide to disobey you. That is blackmail. Like mm -hmm. textbook definition of blackmail. And this is the most public, like... This is the thing that fucking floors me. How did they think this was a good idea? Like, what editor or writer at CNN would think that they can openly blackmail somebody in an article and think that they're not going to get a ton of flack for this, you know? And it, it, part of it makes me wonder if this is, like, common practice at CNN and if that this is just, like, somebody not realizing that this is actually, like, an ethical problem and just going ahead with it because it's normal behavior and just posting it out to the world, you know? Yeah. Like it's not right at any any measure because at that point you're like, oh, if this changes and you go out and say you're not gonna do this and you do, we're gonna basically take all your personal information and put it out there. That is what hackers do. Mm -hmm. That is what hackers do when they go and they mean, like, they have the means to say, okay, I'm going to go and do this, and I'm going to do this for the good of things. But let's put a little twist on this, sprinkle it with fairy dust, take this to the freaking company, and say, look, we got into your shit. This is how we did it. Pay us, or we're going to turn around, and we're going to post this shit public. We're going to take your customer's information, and we're going to post it. While that may not be considered blackmail, it is along the same lines that CNN is doing this to this individual. Yeah. Because they did the legwork. They went and found this individual. They found his personal information. And then they said, you do what we want or we're going to fucking do this. Yeah, well, and like the kind of resources that CNN would have is obviously far and beyond just as far as being able to dox him. Because it's one thing for like some anonymous user to dox people or somebody. Because their audience is kind of, you know, generally a lot smaller, right? Like, unless you're like an online e-celeb or something, 
you've got a really small audience of people that are actually looking through the stuff you say. And so if you're posting something, it takes a while for it to go viral. But with this, they can instantly expose this man's identity uh, to like, I don't know, I would guess like upwards and of millions. Exposed. I'm going to go into millions because yeah. um, they're a major corporation. They've mm-hmm. got their own freaking network to do the news. they got their own damn website, which I can almost guarantee you gets visited thousands of times a second. And if yeah. they put this on the front page, it's just going to blow up. Well, and like, the, just imagine, like, they post this guy's identity, and what happens to this guy? Oh, maybe his house gets fucking bombed, you know? Yeah. Like, this is the... His house this- gets attacked. His house gets attacked. His family members start receiving death threats from mm-hmm. freaking these Antifa fucks that do what they do. Yeah. And, uh... Those that'll happen. You got fucking crazy ass liberals like the fucking dude who recently went to the freaking congressional baseball game and oh. shot fucking law people. Oh That's fucking! Not okay. I, I forgot that about that. We, not okay. That we is should, fucking bullshit, and that should not happen. We should probably talk about that next. I don't know if that Republican congressman is still going to be okay, but last yeah. I heard, he was in that, critical, that he was but in critical condition but, or something. Yeah, yeah, that's what I heard last, too. And then the fact that the fucker who did it was on the payroll of Bernie fucking Sanders. That's Was he on the me. payroll? I think he was just in support of. No, he was on Bernie Sanders' staff for his campaign. I'll, I'll have to look that up. Um, I, I'm not entirely sure about that. So, audience, first time I'm addressing you directly. If we're wrong about this, I will correct it in the show notes. So, please look there. But that said, we'll continue. Yeah, so, I'm pretty sure from what I've read and what I've heard, yeah, it was somebody that was on Bernie Sanders' um, campaign staff. Regardless, that this is still like a problem, and it's apparent that if you post somebody's identity, that there's enough crazy people out there. And mind you, like they're like a small number, right? Like you think maybe hundred, but all it takes is one crazy person to drive down to your house and gun you up. For it to be a problem. It, there doesn't have to be like a thousand crazy liberals who are going to go shoot somebody up or knife somebody or blow up their house or send them death threats or whatever. It takes like a few. And these a few people can be pretty good about like making sure that any information they get on you, they're going to use that to harass you endlessly. Mm-hmm. So it's like posting that kind of information is immensely irresponsible. And again, like what what benefit does this have for uh, the article? You know, like... What, what what does this add to the conversation? What does posting this man's identity have anything to do with the fact that Trump tweeted out this GIF, right? Because this is the thing they were initially complaining about. Trump tweets out a GIF. Oh, like, I can't believe he's encouraging violence to the media. And so the the question I have is, does this add anything to the story to post this man's identity? What the, And this is the thing, the journalistic code of ethics, like, one of the key things, and mind you, I'm not, like, a journalist major. I'm not, you know, like, I, I've not gone to school for this. But I know that, like, one of the things you're supposed to do as a journalist is to minimize the harm you do. Well, again, like, they haven't doxed him yet, but they're threatening to dox somebody. That's not keeping the harm of your actions to a minimum. And and again, like, this is, like, literally blackmail, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that's illegal, and I remember... Uh, it was one of the major Republicans that tweeted out something about how this uh, violates certain statutes or something in New York. I could be wrong. Well, I, I, I know somebody tweeted something about this, but I could be wrong about the specific details here. But it's like it, it just throws me for a loop that they think that they could get away with this. 
All right. So the guy who did that shooting, I was actually looking it up. Um, yeah. Named James T. Hodgkinson. He's dead. They actually killed him at the uh, whole event. But yeah. uh, he was a staunch supporter of Bernie Sanders' uh, progressive yeah, politics. Yeah, I'm aware that he was a supporter, but my point was I don't think he was on the payroll. Yeah, um, I read somewhere that he was involved with his campaign somewhere. He was a like, donator to it or something. Yeah. But well, but, but, but my to Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but my point is he's not on the payroll of Bernie Sanders. He he might be responsible for paying into the into like the campaign funding or whatever, but the it would be really oh. concerning if it was somebody that so, Bernie Sanders was directly paying. There you go. Says so Senator Sanders or Senator Sanders publicly acknowledged that Hodgkinson had volunteered for his presidential campaign last year, but he denounced the violence as despicable. So he volunteered to be as part of his campaign. Oh, okay. So he wanted to work for him. Yeah. But to which, me, that's which... close enough to say that he was involved with this campaign, and that's yeah. scary enough to me. Well, and it is involved with this campaign. My my point, I was very cautious about the on the payroll comment, because it was like, that. we're going to get hung for that one <laughs> if we don't make sure we've corrected it or whatever. But my uh, concern with uh, him being part of Bernie Sanders' thing is that it's this kind of like hyper-leftist kind of... It's like left-wing terrorism, essentially, is the best way that I can think of to describe this kind of behavior. And I want to be very clear that Bernie Sanders is not advocating for this, right? Like, we've, we've made it clear he's denouncing this, and rightfully so. And I'm not going to... denounced it. Yeah, well and, well, and I don't think Bernie Sanders directly has done anything to encourage this kind of behavior. I, I think it's other elements of the left that are doing this, particularly, again, like Antifa, like, I, I, I think the, le the, the news media, funny enough, is actually more responsible for this than even Bernie Sanders could possibly ever be, because the left-wing media is, like, constantly spamming about, like, oh, like, Trump did this thing, Trump did that thing, and all the Republicans are evil, and, like, anybody who could possibly complain about anything that the left proposes is obviously a Nazi, guys. And, and, and it's crazy, because it's, like, in encouraging violence like this, again, leads to somebody going up and shooting people. And mm -hmm. I, I actually remember the... the uh, the day of this attack, I remember hearing a few people uh, complain about how we should be restricting gun rights because of this. They were using this as an example. It's like, okay, but here's the thing. This, is, this was a leftist attacking people with a gun. And ideology was the primary motivating factor. This wasn't just like some kid who was like picked on or whatever and he goes up and shoots a school or whatever. Yeah. This, was a, this was a full-grown adult, probably, I don't know how old the dude was, but this was a full-grown adult who strictly himself with the left or a Democrat. And yeah. this is somebody who, mind you, most Democrats are anti-gun. They think we need more gun control or mm -hmm. make it very, very hard or almost damn near impossible for citizens to exercise their Second Amendment right. And this individual exercised his Second Amendment right, and he decided to use his Second Amendment right to do harm. Well, well and, and then this is the point with the Second Amendment is that it's like a, it's a freedom that you have, but you're not free from the consequences of going up and shooting up anything, yeah. right? And, I mean, and While America is free, it's not free to the point where, oh, I'm going to get a gun. I'm going to use this gun to go do crimes. It's, it's not that. I mean, yes, it's great you have a gun. I would recommend everybody use their Second Amendment rights because mm -hmm. I am a big Second Amendment rights guy. As am I. But am I going to support you when you go out and you do something stupid that is against the law? No, I am not. Even mm -hmm. if you are a Republican and you do it, or you are, are 
Democrat, left or right, you do something stupid with a gun, I hope they catch you. And I yeah. hope to God they throw your ass in jail and throw the book at you is so hard that you can't even think straight. Why? Because your actions provoked that. Well, and, and again, like, obviously, like, nobody on the right at all is ever advocating for mass shootings, right? They just want to be able to exercise their Second Amendment right. And it's like, I can understand, like, advocating for, like, a little bit of gun control or whatever, because you don't want people taking, for example, like, firearms into schools, right? That's a yeah. little dangerous. Though, admittedly, there's an argument in favor... Although, although there, depending on what state you live in, there are no laws prohibiting you from doing so. You can take yeah. a weapon into a school mm -hmm. and be fine, as yeah. long as they don't have... Signs posted at all the entrances saying that that you we, can't take in a firearm. Like you, yeah, yeah. If they have them posted, you have to comply with that because mm -hmm. it's considered a private residence or a private business at that yeah. point. And you, as a concealed carrying citizen, have to abide by that. Mm -hmm. The reason why I know this is because I have taken a concealed carry class. In fact, last or the beginning of this week on Monday, I actually received my concealed carry permit. So congratulations. That should tell you right there that I know those laws and I 100% abide by them. If I can abide by them, everybody should need to, no yeah. matter what is wrong. The only thing that would compel somebody to want to lash out with a firearm yeah. against either an elected official or anybody, like a normal everyday citizen, you've got to be off mentally in your head to want to do that. The only mm -hmm. reason that would, you would even want to pull a weapon on a, on a human being is if they are attacking you personally with a weapon or making threats. But the fact that somebody just makes a threat towards you does not give you the right to pull a weapon and use it in self-defense. Yeah. Now, if they pull a weapon like, say, a knife or another gun at you, oh yeah, you were 100% justified to pull your weapon and defend yourself. Now, yeah. are you still going to have any legal, are you going to have no legal recourse for doing that? No. Like, I'm not going to say what city I live in or what state I live in, because yeah. there's a lot of crazy fucks out there. CNN. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> in my particular city, is a Class A felony to discharge a weapon in city limits. So mm -hmm. what that'll mean is even if you are 100% justified to pull your weapon and you do have to just or you do have to defend yourself or your loved one's family whatever you will still be arrested you will still be um, investigated as if you were the criminal and it's basically the same thing as paid administrative leave if you've ever heard of a cop shooting and they go oh the officer involved is on paid administrative leave basically what paid administrative leave is they're sitting in a jail cell while it's being investigated why well, well and this is the the big thing with gun control is that again like we already have a lot of laws about what you can and can't do with guns i'm generally speaking not in favor of increasing that amount of control but i'm willing to talk about it but it's like to use uh and again in this particular case with the uh with the man shooting at the republican was it senators congressmen it was it there were senators and congressmen because it okay. was a congressional uh baseball game yeah which they wasn't it softball it was softball or baseball, yeah. whichever. Yeah, I don't But they do it yearly. It's a tradition that they do mm -hmm. in Washington, D.C. But, you know, I never even knew they did that until this happened. So yeah. this individual must have known this was coming and knew about it firsthand. Yeah. So there had to have been some planning going into it for him to do what he did. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
the dude's either got mental issues or he's got mental issues. That's the only well, thing that can come down to it. Well, I, either he's got mental issues, which, again, like, is its own branch of, like, questions and concerns and whatever, or it's ideologically motivated. Because the thing is, again, you have the news media pushing and saying, like, oh, well, like, Trump's this, like, evil person and he's going to destroy America and all the Republicans are neo-Nazis. And it's like, when you start shouting about that kind of you know that that kind of crap right you're you're creating these like narratives of like how mm-hmm. how anybody who's right-leaning is automatically a nazi and oh yeah and your country is at least half these nazis right this is a huge problem that you need to go fix and how do you fix a problem of this scale usually by the point of a gun and so these people go out they get a gun they go and shoot people and it's like okay well whose fault is this maybe a little bit the media's I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not saying that they're the ones who pulled the trigger, but they encouraged the person who did pull the trigger. And this could also be a combination of the two, because obviously the person could have had mental issues and then also, you know, been like ideologically driven or whatever. And that said, it's kind of hard to uh, interrogate somebody when they because didn't they like shoot the shooter? Oh, yeah, they shot. Him yeah. So, so, it's, so, yeah, so it's kind of hard to interrogate him for his motives when uh, he's dead. So, you know, I mean, even, even then, I support them using lethal force on this individual. Oh, absolutely. They were attacking elected officials, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Mm-hmm. Those are elected officials. Yeah. No threat should be made towards them or acted upon. And I honestly believe that any, whether you're a celebrity, whether you're a normal citizen, whether you're even a foreign citizen, you do threat towards any elected official, whether it be a congressman, senator, congresswoman, um, president, vice president, whatever, mm-hmm. you need to face the consequences for that. Yeah. Like, for example, if you sit and talk about, you know, maybe thinking about bombing the White House and maybe you're talking about this like in a big, I don't know, woman's march or whatever. Like maybe maybe that's a little bit maybe that's a little bit of a problem. If one of my friends started spouting off craziness, whether they were drunk or not, Mm-hmm. If they started spouting off craziness, saying that they were plotting to overthrow a government or they were plotting to go out and bomb some building, you would absolutely you report them. Ass. I yeah. would report their fucking ass. You bet yeah. your ass I would. Why? Because I don't want to be involved in that shit, for one. Yeah, well, because... and, and, and involved in it by just not saying anything, because that actually is still involvement, you know? Yeah, because the fact that somebody said it and then I said nothing and then they went and did it. Yeah, I could have put a stop to that. And mm-hmm. if they knew that, you know, they had talked to me about it and I did nothing, guess what? I get accomplished charges for that. Yeah. I want to make it very clear that I consider myself more uh, on the left than on the right. Like, this is kind of where we differ a little bit. But it's kind of weird how many things we agree on, despite having this well, apparent critical difference. The thing, the thing that's interesting, audience, before we started doing this whole podcast thing, this has been in the works for a month, maybe uh, two. It's now. it's more than a month or two. It's been in. Uh, I think I messaged you about it like January, February. Yeah. So yeah. probably like six months now. Yeah. Going on seven. But uh, we did the political compass test, which um, when he uploads this, I'm pretty sure he's going to put links to those so that you can go and do those tests and find out where you politically stand. It's kind of interesting. You'll probably sit there and you'll listen to my words. You'll construe them. You'll twist them. I expect that. And you know what? I don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. And the way I believe that if you say something that is true, that you deeply believe in and offend somebody, you're not doing it to be a dick. You're doing mm-hmm. it because you did something right.
you know, when it comes to a political compass or things like that, everybody's going to have their own thoughts. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to have their own differences. Like I've known Joseph here for quite a few years and never yeah. once am I going to be like, Oh, you're a liberal snowflake piece of shit. Yeah. I'm never once going to call anybody that I will mm-hmm. agree with you to disagree. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you right now, I respect anybody out there, but if you come at me one sided with disrespect, I'm going to give you that disrespect 10 times back. Well, and, and this is why, like, I'll even, like, call people, like, liberal snowflake if they're, you know, being the exact kind of vitriolic crap that I, again, immensely disagree with. But even then, like, I tend to refrain from calling them liberals because, as far as I'm concerned, those groups represent, you know, like, the kind of leftists that will call people Nazis, that will harass and dox people, that will watch CNN, are different from true actual liberals as Neo-Nazis are different from conservatives. Now, obviously, the bad kind of leftist is very much in agreement with, or is, is, thinks that they're both the same on both fronts, right? They'll, they'll lump in all the conservatives and all the neo-Nazis, and it's like, I, I hate to break it to you guys, the conservatives are nowhere near neo-Nazis. A lot of conservatives, like, the, the, the biggest thing that I would disagree with the conservative on is the thing with gay marriage. And it's like, okay, but first off, they're not wanting to kill people for being gay, right? That's not even on the table with that. Whereas, whereas, well, if, you, whereas if you look in the Middle East, you'll get that. I think the worst you have is like, go ahead. I'm going to chime in on that. When it comes to the LG or, you know, LGBTQ, LGBTQ, whatever you yeah. call it nowadays, they're always <laughs> adding an extra letter to it, yeah. it seems like. It's literally an um, alphabet soup. It just gets bigger. You've probably figured out by now that even though my political compass says that I am left-leaning, in fact, it put me down in the um, annals of where Bernie Sanders is at. <laughs> I call it bullshit because I have yeah. my own thoughts and my own ideals. I identify myself personally as a right-leaning or right-leaning conservative. Yeah. I get that from my family because about 95% of us are Republican. I've actually been disowned by one of my cousins who is very left-leaning Democrat because I myself did vote for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Do I agree with all of his ideals? Do I agree with everything that he wants to do? No, I don't. But there are things that I 100% agree with him on. Do I think that all illegals need to be deported? No. Do I think Mm -hmm. that they need to either have work visas or need to think about becoming American citizens to stay here, you bet your fucking ass I do. Why? Because if I was to go down somewhere, say like Mexico or even further south to South America, and my visa ran out while I was there or my passport ran out, guess what? I'm there legally. Mm -hmm. I will go to federal fucking prison for that. Well, and it's like my my thing with uh, immigration is – I just don't understand why people on the left don't want, you know, these illegal immigrants to become citizens. And obviously there's some of them that do want them to become citizens and are pushing to make that process easier. And those are the people I'm willing to have a discussion with and we can really iron that out. But there are people on the left who say, oh, well, they should be allowed to be here illegally. We should open up our borders and just let whoever wants to come over, come over, even if they're not a citizen. It's like, that's where you lose me because the the, well, that's... I, I understand I understand their point where they're coming from where they want to open up their borders and they want to make it like oh yeah. we're all humans you know what they're not seeing and I am going to use Europe as a fucking example they, they're they're an example and all examples great Britain what happened there recently there were two terrorist attacks one of them during an Ariana Grande concert where yeah. people were fucking slaughtered by militant Muslim extremist terrorists. 
Why were they there? Because there is left-leaning people in that country that is very far left-leaning that thought it was okay to make it fine to open their borders and let people in there without proper documentation. And these people have been there for years. Who knows how long? Yeah, no, they, they, they've been there for years. It's 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 like they're like second – a lot of these terrorists that you'll find, they're second generation in Britain. And the reason for a lot of these problems is because people come through um, just, you know, on their own and with, with like open borders, right? They'll just come through. And naturally, they, they like every other human, wants to be with people that look like them. That's just kind of like a standard bias that humans have. And I mean, they will kind of naturally cluster in certain areas, especially since, like, like, for example, if my brother is living somewhere and I'm moving to this fresh new country and he's living somewhere, I'm probably going to go move in with him. And so and if a bunch of us are moving, obviously, there's going to be some congregations, some big groups you're going to have these cloisters where it's like mm -hmm. highly muslim communities they're going to feel very isolated the youth of these communities are then going to turn to you know extremism and stuff like that because that'll make them feel welcome and that will result in them suicide bombing a concert this is the thing like we don't want to allow open borders because it causes problems what you want with immigration is slow steady immigration because mm -hmm. then the people coming over aren't overwhelming our infrastructure. You have uh, – and, and the people coming over can become properly acquainted and they can really integrate into the society, right? We don't want yeah. them forming cloisters. We want them integrating, especially in America because we're, we're, we're a melting pot, right? We're not, yes. we're, not we're, we're not a mosaic. We're not – like the idea is that you come here and you're an American first and then everything else is second. Mm -hmm. I will say this is a very key important thing when it comes to immigration. And this is an area where I lean with the conservatives a little bit because I'm saying like, look, we shouldn't have open borders. But yes, I'm for a fair easy immigration process. I don't think that people should have to jump through a hundred bajillion hoops. I think if they really mm -hmm. desperately want to come here, they should be allowed to. As long as they come here and they become citizens. <laughs> because I just want them to pay taxes on the income that they earn like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I want them to be afforded the protections of a citizen, right? Like, I, I want to make sure that when they come here, that some corporation is not going to exploit them, because this happens, where you'll have these, like, illegal immigrants who are here and they're employed by an employer, but the employer knows they're illegal and mm -hmm. will pay them an extremely low wage and will treat them poorly because they know that they can get away with it. And it's like, this is a problem. This We can't allow this. This is why I'm for making sure that our border is secure and making sure that we either deport illegal immigrants or make them citizens. I mean, even if they come here and they don't want to be a citizen, that's fine. Yeah, but, but that's what work visas are for. Yes. Well, there should also be a cap on the work visa. You should yeah. be able to say, look, I'm going to give you this work visa. It's good for so many years. And yeah. while you were there, you will have what we call an I-10, which is basically like a temporary social security number, mm -hmm. which is used by the IRS to identify them, and they will pay taxes on their money yeah and that is exactly what work visa does um now where i think we need to cut the line off when it comes to work visas only renew it one time yeah don't it, keep renewing it and renewing it mm -hmm. and renewing it and renewing it all that's doing is you're taking an open wound and you're putting a band-aid on it eventually that band-aid is going to stop working you are mm -hmm. going to be getting infections it's going to fester and it's going to get worse yeah and eventually you're going to end up losing limbs or whatever that thing was supposed to do it's a system that has long needed to be overdone and reworked but whenever you bring up illegal immigration people get pissed mm -hmm. i understand that you don't want to become a united states citizen 
that's fine. Go back to where you came from. I'm saying that as nice as possible here. Mm-hmm. You're coming here. You're doing it illegally. You're taking your money. You're sending it back to your families. That's fine. You're taking care of your family. I support that 100%. But what I don't agree with is when you come here and you're doing things illegally, it's like, if I do things illegally, guess what? I'm going to get charged for it. You should be charged for that as well. But yeah, like, like I, oh, no, we'll just deport them. What's to make, what's to stop them from coming back again? I know families and I know people that have done that and they're proud to say, oh, well, my family got started because somebody jumped the border and, you know, they work hard. Okay, yeah. well, they work hard. Do they pay taxes on that money they work hard for? No. That's mm-hmm. what pisses me off. How can they skirt the law when I have to pay taxes on every single freaking penny that I go to work for and I bust my ass for on a daily yeah. basis, but yet they don't do the same. 